1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is a Tuesday. It's twelve o'clock, and that means it's time for another episode of the Steelers Fix, brought to you by the dot com. Your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm your host, Jeremy Betts, here with you again, and uh, Andrew Wilbar, my teammate, my co-host here, is going to join me for the second half of the show. But before that, I wanted to just recap. The the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com PPR Fantasy Football League. We started a second league this year for BTSC fans and uh, contributors. And uh, so we got a good squad this year. I'm going to list some of the team names and managers here. Uh, We've got um, 10 Team League, uh, Dustin S, SW, Steel Picks 22. That's BTSC's very own Shannon White. We got Steagles. We got Hurts So Good. That is myself, Jeremy, the man talking to you right now. Hurts So Good. Watt Attack. We got Isaac, who also contributes to the website. Kenny Two Gloves. Aiden Blaine, one of our fantastic followers of the Steelers Fix. Thank you, Aiden, for joining the league this year. Blue Nose Steelhead. Lombardi Collectors. Yinzer. And then, uh, Brian Anthony Davis is going to take over our 10th team who, uh, we had a last minute substitution. Brian was gracious enough to take the reins there. So, uh, but Brian, his group had to auto pick. So Brian's kind of behind the eight ball to start things out, but he's gonna, he's gonna do bad things to this roster and he's going to make it work. And we're excited to have Brian Anthony Davis on. He'll get to pick his team name here soon. I am sure. And, uh, we'll get started. Uh, on Thursday with the rest of the NFL. But I wanted to give you just a, a quick draft recap here. We had some interesting choices in each round. I'm going to just kind of go, go through each round and highlight some of the things that I thought were intriguing and interesting. As is typical, running backs came off the board quick. The first three picks were Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, and Najee Harris. Aiden Blaine had the first overall pick and he kind of went with the script, which is not a problem at all. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a fantastic piece. And then Blue Nose Steelhead took Christian McCaffrey and what attack. Landed Najee Harris. When you're when it's a bunch of Steelers fans drafting a fantasy football league, Najee Harris is gonna go quick, right? He went number three overall. And to me, that's not a bad pick. His value is right up there with these top guys. He could easily end up as a top three running back and a top three fantasy performer overall. Fantastic pick. First pick. Uh, at the wide receiver position came at number four, and that was Dustin S taking Justin Jefferson over Cooper Cup and uh, some of the other guys. Justin Jefferson went first overall as far as wide receivers go with the fourth overall pick. At seven, I took a little bit of a flyer. I was picking seventh, and I took Saquon Barkley. I think he's got a shot to be really good this year. You may think that's a reach. I was concerned that he would not be there when I picked next and I really needed myself some Saquon Barkley this year so I got Bark with my first overall pick in round two starts off with Stefan Diggs who's going to be really good this year uh, Al- Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara and DeAndre Swift I took DeAndre Swift with the 14th overall pick Aaron Jones rounds that out there's a lot of wide receivers going here again Leonard Fournette and Nick Chubb also in here Debo Samuel going to Isaac or Watt attack at the 18th pick. That's going to be, that's a tough one for me this year. I've been avoiding Debo Samuel. I think he's got, uh, he's going to have a hard time um, putting up the numbers that he put up last year, especially with an uncertain quarterback situation and Trey Lance making his first NFL starts uh, as the unquestioned starter for the team. And you know, how does that go? Who does he feed Debo Samuel is a little bit of a risk, but if it pays off, You get a guy in the second round here who could easily be a wide receiver one for your team. Uh, And then C.D. Lamb also sneaks into the second round here, and he's got a chance to be a target monster there in Dallas. Round three, we have our first tight end taken off the board. With the first pick in the third round, Travis Kelsey goes to Kenny Two Gloves. And uh, so Travis Kelsey, I've been seeing him come off a lot. Mark Andrews also came off in this round. And uh, we've got Keenan Allen T Higgins and Ezekiel Elliott rounding out that round. But we also had our first quarterback taken in the third round, man, quarterback in the third round. Josh Allen goes off the board to Stiegel's uh, very interesting pick, but you know what? It's going to be uh, one of those things where maybe he lives up to the hype. And it is just uh, unbelievable. And puts up another 400 plus point fantasy season. Who knows if he does that, could be well worth the pick. Round four, we got more running backs. Uh, Kyle Pitts goes in round four, and another and a Steeler, Deontay Johnson goes at pick thirty-five, round four to Steagles. He got himself a Steelers player there. James Conner, for, former Steeler, makes it to Watt Attack, who is loading up on some of these running backs early. I did so myself as well. Um, I took two running backs back to back with rounds one and two, but I did take a couple wide receivers in rounds three and four coming away with um, Michael Pittman in round four and A.J. Brown in round three. And uh, really like those guys to be uh, special players here. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster sneaks into round five. That's a little early for his uh, his ADP in most formats, but uh, going there is, is a big deal. I think he could be the steal of the draft if he ends up being a – a true number one there in Kansas city, obviously with Patrick Mahomes throwing him the football. Um, we got some more, more uh, Damian Pierce going 52, 52nd overall in round six. Uh, somebody's buying into the hype there. That's Yenzer buying into the hype in round six. So, you know, just kind of want to give you an overview of how the draft's going a little bit, uh, but let's take a look at some of these depth charts. And uh, uh, some of the picks that uh, guys are making, we've got a couple teams that I really like uh, specific rooms, and I'm gonna pull up. Uh, I'm gonna pull up Kenny Two Gloves, who I think has a very interesting team overall, and uh, his uh, RB one, Jonathan Taylor, his RB two. Travis Etienne, and I really like that pick. I think Travis Etienne has a chance to really break out this year and be a top-tier guy as a receiver dynamic, as a runner dynamic. So I'm looking forward to seeing Travis Etienne, and he makes a good second pick uh, or second running back there. I think my running back room is very, very deep. I've got Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, and Devin Singletary and Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, those guys I really like this year to break out. Um, and then here's here's a wide receiver room that I think will be the envy of a lot of people. And uh, it is it is actually Brian Anthony Davis's auto pick team. He's got Jamar Chase, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis. Julio Jones is kind of a flyer late, but Drake London in there and Kadarius Toney, that is those top two guys, though, Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs, are going to put up points on a regular basis. Um, Blue-nosed Steelhead took a Steeler at wide receiver and at tight end and at kicker and at the defense. blue Nose Steelhead going all in on these Steelers. We have Chase Claypool at wide receiver, Pat Fryermuth at tight end, Chris Boswell at kicker, and then the Steelers' defense. He's riding or dying with these Steelers this year, let's hope. The Steelers are good in all these facets, and he becomes a good team because of it. Banking on those black and gold boys, and I love it. Uh, Watt attack ended up with Najee Harris, a current Steeler, and James Conner, a former Steeler at the running back position. Uh, really good stuff from these guys. Every one of these players or uh, these managers picked fantastically. Um, Lombardi collectors. We haven't mentioned him very much, but he's got Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara and, uh, Cordero Patterson, who's kind of being undervalued a little bit this year. I, I think he, um, just for what he did last year, should be a little bit higher in his ADP. Kyle Pitts, man, uh, a good tight end. And then Darren Waller for, uh, Shannon White. Shannon White had a good draft, uh, as well. He's got, uh, Devontae Adams and DJ Moore and Chris Godwin. Devontae Smith, these guys are fantastic wide receivers. That's a great wide receiver room. He's going to be tough to beat there. Then Darren Waller lasted till like the 12th round in this league, guys. And uh, before Shannon picked him up, scooped him up a a potential draft steal uh, in the late portions of the draft. I really like my stack here of Jalen Hurts. And AJ Brown, I think that that could be a fantastic stack, especially in PPR leagues. If you're if you haven't drafted yet, by the time you hear this and you're doing like a really late draft, man, that is a fantastic stack for you. You could even try to stack at tight end uh, with him as well, uh, bringing in Dallas Goddard um, as a potential or tight end uh, player for your roster. So, okay, that kind of does it for the highlight of the fantasy draft. Uh, I'm going to post an article about this. It's going to go up this week. It might already be up by the time you listen to this podcast. If so, check that out. See what all these rosters look like, and you'll have a chance to vote for your favorite one as well. So don't forget to check that out and stick with us here on the Steelers fix for the second half of the show, bringing in Andrew Wilbar and we're going to do our predictions for what should be a chaotic 2022 NFL season stick around the Steelers fix will be right back And welcome back to the second half of the Steelers Fix. As always, this podcast brought to you by the good people at behindthesteelcurtain.com, dot com, your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Andrew and I are going to kind of depart from Steelers only uh, on in this segment here. We're going to look at the NFL as a whole, and uh, we're going to talk our predictions for the upcoming season. Who's going to win the divisions? Who's going to make the playoffs? as the wildcard teams, and who's on track for an appearance in the big game. So if you are excited about this season like we are, we're going to get started here with that. And, Andrew, I know uh, we're looking at uh, both the AFC and the NFC in this case and uh, just wanted to get your thoughts about which conference you think has a better shot at the Super Bowl this year before we actually get into the picks for each division.
0: I've got to go with the AFC just because of the overall difficulty that the teams are going to be playing from week in and week out. There's going to be better competition. They're going to be more battle tested, I feel, when the time comes. It may be easier to make the Super Bowl on the NFC side, and I think we'd both agree with that just because there's not a whole lot of depth. But I think being in the AFC is an advantage if you can make it out of the AFC. Unfortunately, that's only one team, just as many teams as there will be from the NFC.
1: Yeah, and you know the uh, argument to the other side could be that the NFC champion won't have to go through quite as much to get there. Maybe they're a little, uh, a little more well rested, if you will, for uh, such an event. But uh, you know, I I agree with you, though. I think the AFC has the stronger lineup of uh, of contenders for the Super Bowl. But let's get into the picks. All right, we're going to start. With the AFC East, the AFC least, if you will, uh, I there's one really good team on this side, and then the rest are kind of like, what are we going to do here? So, uh, I'm I'm curious. We probably have the same champion coming out of this, but Andrew, wh- who do you think is coming out of the AFC East on top?
0: Yeah, I've got to go with the Bills in this one. I I just really there there is something to be said about Miami's upside. Uh, but I don't think New England has enough firepower on offense, even with Bill Belichick's uh, geniosity. I just, <laughs> I just do not, uh, I don't see anybody else outside Buffalo win this division.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I, uh, I don't even really like some of the other teams uh, as much as uh, maybe the national media does. The Dolphins don't strike me as a team that, um, necessarily has it all together to be a real contender in the AFC. We'll see. They have a lot of weapons on offense and the defense has some good pieces, but I think their, their uh, secondary is going to struggle and their, um, but their, def- and their defensive line doesn't strike me as a, as a unit that's going to take over games. And that's where we see a lot of the uh, contenders come from. So you're right. I like Buffalo. I think they run away with this division and uh, I think you're going to see the Josh Allen led bills, Uh, as your top seed in the AFC. I'll go ahead and say that right now. I think that that's my top seed in the AFC. Um, Let's move down to the AFC South. Andrew, who you got?
0: I'm going to go with Indianapolis, but there's nobody in this division that Mm -hmm. scares me a whole lot. I think the good thing for Indianapolis is the fact that they are built to win in the playoffs with that offensive line with Jonathan Taylor and a defense that is slowly improving, I feel, although we'll see what they are like under a new defense defensive coordinator with, of course, their coordinator, going to take the head coaching job in Chicago. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see the change on defense, but I'm excited to see, well, and Shaquille Leonard instead of Darius Leonard. I just found out about that today. I did not even realize that. (laughs) I did not even pay any attention to that this offseason. I literally realized today that he changed, that he wants to be called Shaquille now. Wow. So we'll see what happens. Maybe that will be the difference maker for the Colts uh, defense this year. But overall, I will say Michael Pittman, um, I think he does emerge as a true wide receiver one this year.
1: Yeah, that guy's got a lot of talent. I like the Colts too in this division. I would not be surprised if the second place team in this division is the Jacksonville Jaguars when it's all said and done. I don't think that they have enough to overtake the Colts in the division but i do not think that the tennessee titans are the juggernaut that they have been the last couple years or i guess the contender last year's uh number one seed in the afc i wouldn't be surprised if they finished last in this division and uh houston's not going to be very good but they'll be scrappy so we'll see how uh, these teams will beat up on each other a little bit as well Uh, and not because necessarily they're All really good but maybe because they're all pretty mediocre and i like jacksonville to be uh close in this race at at some point but i think uh the jaguar or i'm sorry i think the colts do uh take this division uh so let's move on to the afc west arguably the league's most competitive division who's coming out of this one andrew i'm I'm going to stick with
0: my boy Mahomes. I'm going to go with Kansas City. They're not the popular pick right now. But, you know, I I still – you you can't compete with experience in big games, and that's working with Andy Reid. Josh McDaniels is a first-year head coach. You know, there's going to be some growing pains, yep. even though they brought in a lot of key players, uh, including Devonte Adams and several big defenders. But I've got to go – you know, the Chargers, they – still haven't proven anything to me in the big game i i mean justin herbert is improving i think they will get over the hump eventually um but they still have not won the big game mm-hmm. uh, and then you have denver who i think they just because of russell wilson's experience they have the advantage over the other two teams in the playoffs uh but i still don't know if they have the power firepower on defense uh to compete with kansas city's offense um it i think the reason that I have the Bills as the top team in the AFC instead of Kansas City is because of the schedule and the difficulty that the AFC West teams are going to have to play because there's so much competition. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City in this division. I just feel like their experience is going to bode well for them come December.
1: Well, Andrew, this is the first division where we have a different champion coming out on top. And I think you probably know where I'm going. I've been all aboard the Justin Herbert hype train this off season and I'm, I'm riding it. Ryan right and Glory. I think the, the team itself is going to be very good. I think their defense is uh is better than Kansas City's. I think their offense has what it takes to be one of the top offenses in the league. And uh, they're, the Denver thing is kind of like throwing a bunch of pieces together and hoping they'll stick like Peyton Manning back in um, 2013, 2012, 2013. And, uh, you know, that was kind of a once-in-a-lifetime a type Deal, getting one of the best quarterbacks of all time on your roster on a loaded team. Tom Brady with the Bucks a couple years ago. We saw it there as well. I don't know if this Broncos team is quite that stacked, especially on the offensive side of the football where they've lost some pieces. Uh, But we will see. I don't like them as much as the the Chargers, but I do think the Chargers take this division. And uh, we haven't seen it yet, but I believe it. And uh, I'm riding it on uh the the 2022 season here. So, all right. That brings us to the AFC North home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, our Pittsburgh Steelers here. And uh Andrew, do you think our Pittsburgh Steelers have a shot at the division or you got somebody else?
0: I do. You know I'm all about Mitch Trubisky. You know, I've got I've got to go with it here just okay. barely and only because of the health of Joe Burrow. We still do not know When he is going to be fully recovered weeks, I mean, we're hearing reports, you know, could be a month or so into the season before he finally gets back to full strength. Hmm. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I mean, we've seen what George Pickens looks like in the preseason. He looks absolutely unstoppable. If that offensive line can just be slightly better, it doesn't have to be a top 10, not even a top 15 unit. If it can be a top 20 unit and just not be abominable, yeah, I think that they have an opportunity to be a, A division winner. I mean, the roster in just about every area is better than it was last year. And personally, I would say that goes for quarterback as well. Mitch Trubisky, in my opinion, is an upgrade from what we had with Ben Roethlisberger last year. As much as it hurts to say, as much as I think Ben Roethlisberger is the best quarterback in Steelers history. uh, there's No denying, you know, he just he wasn't the same guy. So I think Trubisky is going to surprise people. The only question is how long will he hang on to this job? before yep. the reins go to Kenny Pickett. Can he hold on to it for a full season? I think he's capable of doing it. I'm just afraid that the Steelers are going to be pressured by the fan base some, and just because of the draft capital they invest into him, feel a need to get Pickett out there. Not because he's not ready. I think he's ready. Yeah. I just think that Mitch Trubisky, his experience in the big game and his and his experience to win big games, he's taken in the Chicago Bears teams, teams that were less talented than the Steelers team currently is, to the playoffs. With a worse head coach. So, I mean, people so often forget about it. He's one of the most hated upon players in the NFL. So, (laughs) Steelers, you're AFC North champions.
1: Hey, I love it. I love the boldness. (coughs) Excuse me. I love the boldness. And I would say, you know, you can look at this division from a bunch of different angles and come out with three different winners, I think, no matter how you look at it. Because – the Bengals obviously coming off a, a really crazy Super Bowl run. That's going to be tough to, to duplicate for them this year. So I am down on them uh, from, you know, where, we, where they ended up last year. I don't know if they have what it takes to necessarily be there again. Uh, the Ravens, there's a lot of hype on the Ravens, but can Lamar Jackson do anything more? Does, does a team as it sits right now, rely more on their starting quarterback being a MVP caliber player than Baltimore does. I don't think so. I think if if Jackson does not return to that MVP form from 2019, then you're looking at a team that on offense doesn't look very good. They might have a decent defense, but I like the Steelers defense better than both of those two teams. And uh, I think the offense for Pittsburgh is deeper than can Najee win football games for them. I think that they've got more playmakers than that. So all that being said, I'm going to disagree with you here, and I'm going to take the Bengals to win the division. I just think they had too much firepower to be taken lightly. And I don't know, you know, if they're going to, they're not going to run away with it. It's going to be close. They're going to win it by maybe a game or a half a game. Even that's why this week one matchup, with them is so important for the Steelers to come out strong, but I'm going to go with the Bengals winning this division in a very close race at the end and uh, taking home a, uh, a home playoff game in, uh, in January. So, so we've got our division winners, Andrew, Uh, why don't you go ahead and rank those teams for us? What order do you think they're going to finish in, in the standings, uh, as we head into our wildcard picks for the AFC
0: I've got Buffalo one, Kansas City two. I'm going to put the Steelers at three. I was tempted to put Indianapolis above just because of the fact they're they're going to have a relatively easy division schedule mm. comparatively speaking toward the Steelers. Uh, but then I have Cincinnati at five. Steelers probably just win by you know half a game a game. Uh, and then I have the Chargers at six and the Broncos at seven. So those are my wildcard teams: the Bengals, Chargers, and Broncos. And my first two out: the Raiders and the Patriots.
1: Okay, uh, the Raiders. That's a tough. That's a team we it didn't is. really talk about earlier, but they, they'll be a tough out this year, uh, for a lot of a lot of teams and um, you know it's gonna be interesting to see that Steelers Raiders game in uh I believe November, late November. Or is it December? Mm-hmm. Not sure. I can't remember right now off the top of my head, but
0: the the Raiders is gonna be um, Christmas Eve, I believe, for the oh, that's right. 50th anniversary or the anniversary of the um... Immaculate reception. Immaculate
1: reception. Thank you for jogging my memory there. Absolutely. That's going to be uh, an incredible game. Uh, So here we go. I like Buffalo as your number one seed. I'm going to take the Bengals as the number two seed, and that's just because uh, this AFC West is going to beat each other up. And so the Chargers are your third seed in my my predictions here. And then you've got the Colts. Uh, getting that fourth seed. And then I like I like the Pittsburgh Steelers as your five seed. Okay, so that would match them up against the Colts.
0: He's not a total hater.
1: Right, not a total hater, no. Five seed, and then you got the Chiefs. And then I think the Raiders also come out of this division. Okay, so those are my wild card team. Steelers, Chiefs, and Raiders. Man, that AFC playoff s- slate is going to be insane Dude, no matter how many or what of these teams make it through. All right, let's let's go over to the NFC side and let's just run through these guys real quick before we get to the conference championships and our Super Bowl predictions. Hope you guys are writing these down because we're gonna have a test later on and we'll, or at the end of the season we'll see who was closest. Uh, so, Andrew, let's just run down your NFC here. Uh, start with who you think is gonna come out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just give it to us in order.
0: I got to go with the Rams as champs. I think that they're one of the tougher divisions, probably the toughest division in the NFC, but that's not saying a whole lot even this year with the rookie quarterback, Seattle with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Uh, But the Rams, I think their roster, they don't have, they may not have the depth they had last year, but they are better at their skill positions overall, in my opinion. Uh, If you have a healthy Cam Akers, that is. Eagles are my number two team really high on them. Really like what they did. They've replaced everything they needed on defense Nakobe Dean, James Bradbury, Jordan Davis, and they added AJ Brown to pair with Devontae Smith. Just love how that team's built. Um, Buccaneers, uh, I have him at number three. I think they're scarier in the postseason than the Eagles because of the mm-hmm. experience of Tom Brady, uh, but I'm a little bit concerned about with Chris Godwin's health. I know he's a little bit healthier than what we thought, but still some concerns. Packers, I still have a slight edge over the Vikings just because of Aaron Rodgers' experience. I think in the if it comes down to a game in December, I, I trust Aaron Rodgers to win it over Kirk Cousins. And then the 49ers are my first wild card team. Um, Trey Lance, I think he can lead this team and take them places with Kyle Shanahan's guidance. Vikings at number six, and then the Cardinals. The last one was kind of tough. I thought about the Cowboys, and I even thought about the Panthers. Mm, Despite all the drama with Baker Mayfield, everything going on, I don't think you can completely count them out just because of the talent they have if Christian McCaffrey and their skilled wide receivers are healthy. But 49ers, Vikings, and Cardinals, my wild card teams from the NFC.
1: 49ers, Vikings, and Cardinals. All right. I like that that group of of teams. Uh, Here's how I see it shaking out. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – are your number one seed their division is probably the easiest uh, outside of maybe the saints. And uh, I'm not even necessarily sold on the saints. I think their defense will be good, but they just gave up uh Chauncey Gardner Johnson uh, yep. to the Eagles for next to nothing, you know, and that's a big piece in their secondary. Um, I think the bucks kind of just roll through this division, man. And I think that that uh, pushes them to the number one seed as much as I hate to say it. I think that that's how it goes. I'm going to agree with you with the Eagles as the number two seed. I think that they're set up as probably one of the deepest rosters in all of football. And that's not to say they don't have good talent at the top two. I think Jalen hurts takes a step forward this year. If I had a fantasy quarterback rankings chart, I think uh, Jalen hurts would be right behind Josh Allen as a, the quarter as quarterback two overall in my fantasy rankings. I think he's going to go off this year. Love the AJ Brown signing and that defense looks to be really good. So I like them as my number two team. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the LA Rams as my three seed, uh, making it back to the playoffs in a, in a division that where I think that they will kind of dominate uh, the 49ers are their competition. there. Uh, and that those will be close games as always. But outside of that, I really like the Rams. And then my fourth seed, I'm going against you again here, Andrew. I'm going to say the Vikings take it from the Packers this year. And uh, I think the Vikings look are, are being overlooked in the NFC this year. And I think that they have a chance to be uh, a, a good team. They're my fourth seed, followed very closely by the Packers as my fifth seed. And the San Francisco 49ers are taking the sixth seed in this and then I have another surprise for my seventh seed. Well, maybe not a surprise, but a team that kind of has has fallen off um, the radars because of injuries and uh, you know just isn't looking like the team that they thought they were going to be. But it's the Dallas Cowboys. I still believe in Dak Prescott. I believe in that defense and uh, uh, their stud linebacker, Micah Parsons, uh, taking that defense to another level this year. I draft them in basically every fantasy football league. I love them. I think they're going to make it interesting in the NFC. They could be a team to, to really watch once they get to the playoffs. So that's my NFC side. And, uh, you know, not quite as, as as superstar heavy as the AFC, but still uh, a group that I think can make some noise and, and make for an interesting playoff experience. All right, so we've got our playoff field all together, Andrew. So let's skip ahead a little bit. We won't go... Uh, game by game here, but we're going to go AFC championship game. Who's making it out of the AFC playoffs to get to the AFC championship? Who you got?
0: Um, I've got to see. I am I think the championship game is going to be the Rams and the Bucks. You know, I know I'm hiring the Eagles overall, uh, but I don't trust Jalen Hurts yet in the big game. Kind of the same thing with Justin Herbert. So I, I think they can get over the hump at some point, just not this year. So I've got the Rams defeating the Bucks in the NFC championship game.
1: Gotcha. Uh, so um, that's fantastic. I, I said AFC, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's all right, Andrew. You know, we, we can just, uh, just for
0: some clarity to those that are listening <laughs> to our many, many millions of listeners. I'm sure yeah, millions, um, if you hear any yeah. background noise, I'm actually working front desk at the college right now. So <laughs> people are coming in. We just had a big activity today. Whitewater rafting activity. I didn't end up going to. But everyone coming in and stuff, I've had to open closed doors and doing different stuff. So if I've a- sounded distracted, that's probably why hey. and why I just embarrassed myself in front of all of our no, man. Mates.
1: Hey, we all got lives. That's okay. We 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 know how it goes. So that's your NFC side. So uh, I'll go ahead and go NFC as well. I think uh, the participants uh, for me, it's gonna be it's gonna be Tampa and. Um, let me take a look here. Cause I don't, I want to make sure I'm not given, uh, I want to make sure I'm not given, um, teams that are going to meet earlier, uh, it, getting them in the, uh, championship game together. So, uh, you know what, I'm going to make it easy on myself here and I'm going to say it's the bucks and I'm going to say it's the Eagles, the one and two seed. I think that they're uh, probably the best teams in the NFC right now. Those are my picks for the NFC championship game. Andrew, why don't we go over to the AFC?
0: Yeah, for the AFC, it's a little bit more difficult, but I'm going to go with Kansas City and Buffalo, the teams that we're we're most familiar with. Yeah, And I think it's going to come down to that big game experience again. Even though I have Buffalo ahead um, in the overall rankings, I think Kansas City will go to Buffalo and come away with the big win. And you got yourself, Abrams, Bill's Super Bowl.
1: My AFC championship looks a little different than yours. Uh, One of the teams is the same. I like Buffalo to make it uh, to the AFC championship game. But – I want to play my heartstrings a little bit here. It's going to be the Steelers in a surprise AFC championship Whoa. run. That defense is going to lead the way and they're going to ride high on a somewhat similar Cinderella trip as the Bengals last year. Uh, Steelers make it to the AFC championship against the Bills and uh you know I think the Bills make it out of that, but I think if if the Steelers make it to the AFC championship that that is a huge Huge success in 2022, um, and obviously that's uh, that's a, a pretty far-fetched thought process, but I think it's still possible. Um, all right, so I got the Bills going to the Super Bowl, though, and then in the NFC, I was if I wasn't clear before, I do have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Wow. It is not Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again. It is Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. All right, Andrew, your Super Bowl contestants are the Chiefs and the Rams. Sounds like a Super Bowl rematch from a few years ago. Or no, it was not a Super Bowl rematch. It's a one of the biggest games in NFL history. One yeah. of the highest scoring games in NFL history. Man, we're both on, off of it tonight a little bit. So forgive us, guys. But still, uh, a rematch of a huge game. Uh, who you got winning the Super Bowl this year?
0: I'm going to have to go with Kansas city. It's too difficult to repeat as champs. I I just, I got that feeling that, you know, Mahomes is still a little bit down after what happened last year. He doesn't want to see that happen again. I believe you're going to see a motivated Mahomes. motivated to prove to people that he doesn't need Tyree kill to win a super bowl. So I'm going to say the Kansas city chiefs come out on top 29 to 26,
1: 29 to 26 Kansas city over LA. All right. It's Josh Allen's year, man. Those Buffalo Bills are nasty. They're going to win the Super Bowl. It's going to happen. Josh Allen's going to be the league MVP, and he's going to win the Super Bowl. And uh, it's not going to even really be that close. The Buffalo Bills are going to win 33-21 to 21 over the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, Josh Allen wins his Super Bowl. Hey, we got to different results, even though some of our brackets look uh, uh, the same. But, hey, it's going to be a crazy playoffs it's going to be a crazy 2022 season. Andrew, any last thoughts before we go? It
0: just seems like it's so simple. The, like the, it makes too much sense for the Bills to win this year. Maybe I, I overthought my evaluation, sure. but I, I'd be good with Josh Allen win the Super Bowl. I'd be happy. But again, apologies. Yeah. I w- I've, I've never tried running front desk at a college <laughs> while recording a podcast. So hey. definitely made some memories tonight. But um, for, forgive me for my blunders, especially with the AFC, NFC. Have a good night to all the listeners. Jeremy. Yes. You know
1: Absolutely. Guys, it's been fun. We'll do it again next week. It's Jeremy. That's Andrew. And for the Steelers fix, we'll see you next time.